on behalf of Rock Bottom Foundation, we like to welcome you to the safe house with your host, Prophetess Niambi Payton. Please sit back and allow the truth to illuminate and refresh your soul. Welcome. Welcome to the safe house, everyone. I'm glad to be with you again today here, Prophetess Niambi Payton of Rock Bottom Foundation. And we're, we're grateful to be on with you today. Uh, those who have may been with us before, someone returning, or if this is your first time with us, we're glad to have you. And it's good to be with you here on the cast. So today, let's see what the Lord wants to say. Um, I believe it's a good place to be anytime you're in the safe house. And for those who may not know about it, we hope that you will be introduced today and that you will find it to be a safe place for yourself. Uh, I want to start off with scripture. And I'm looking at today at Psalm 106. Psalm 106 starts like this. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. And so I want to just give thanks to him today because he is good and his mercy endures forever. His loving kindness doesn't run out. And sometimes, you know, depending on circumstances, people may tend to think that, um, you know, in their mind, maybe they don't even want to say it, that God is not good or what's happening is not good right now. But the scripture declares to give thanks. Why? Because the Lord, he is good. And his mercy endures forever. But there's something that he's coming to us with today. And this is what it is here on the safe house today. What the Lord is talking about is a question. And the question is, are you ready to build? Are you ready to build? Because sometimes this is how it has to come to us. Because is it is it about what we want to hear? Because we're hearing, we're here on, on, on a cast that, for your listening, and somebody might say for your listening pleasure, but is it about what we want to hear or about what God is saying? And so many times, um, the different venues in which we listen to things, it becomes about what we want to hear. See, even in, and, and then that shifts over even into uh, the church or that uh, someone that the Lord is using to send his word, but we're still in a mode um, that is set to a dial of what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And so if, if we could consider this to be like our radio, like back in the day where you, you just had to turn the dial. I know now we can set everything, you know, um, in a certain digital format, but if before you just, you had to turn the dial to, so you could hear what you needed to hear. And then there were areas of static and things that were not clear and things that were out of range. Um, but was it about what you want to hear or about what God is saying? Because sometimes you may stumble up on, on a, on a station. Um, and, and I'm, I know I'm talking like retro right now or a vintage, but you know, back in the day, but if you want, if you wanted to do that, you had to turn, turn, turn. And depending upon where you were, it had everything to do with what station was going to come in clear. And sometimes people will begin to get upset because they can't, hear 
what they want to hear. They can't tune in to the station that per se they want to tune into. Why? Because they're not in charge of the frequencies and they're not in charge of, you know, how it works location wise and based on where you are. This is what you're going to hear. So then you have to adapt mm -hmm, to the station that is become available. And so in the realm of the spirit, the Lord is dealing with us at this time in our lives. Wherever you are at this portion of time in your life, the Lord is dealing with you. If his word finds you through whoever he chooses then welcome to the safe house because now the Lord has something to say to you. So where it, it, whether we want to admit it or not, whether we want to address it or not, that many times and most times throughout our life, it has been about what we want to hear, what we choose to listen to. Um, and we get to decide how it comes, you know, to, to, to us. And if we don't like it, we turn from it. But now the Lord is dealing with us with the question, is, is it about what you want to hear or is it about what God is saying? And the funny thing is, anytime he asks us a question, he already knows the answer. He already knows it's been about what we want to hear. But see, he's turning the dial now and, and, and we've been put in a position that it doesn't even matter what you want to hear at this point. It's necessary for you to hear what God is saying. You need to hear what God is saying in this hour. Mm -hmm. And so he's asking the question because he does have something to say to us, but it starts with, oh, give thanks because his mercy endures forever. See, we, if we become a, a godless and a thankless generation, you know, we, we don't feel we need to thank God. You know, we base thanking him, um, on the circumstances of what is happening and what is going on currently. And so then we decide or we deem it where, uh, we don't need to give God thanks, but see that. That's not the truth because it's still written that, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, but he is good. And the scripture goes on to tell us, you know, and address that we have sinned. We have uh, committed iniquities. Come on, things that have gone on generationally through our family things that we have not repented and corrected. Uh, glory be to God. Things that the Lord has pointed out perhaps over the years and things that we still find ourselves in things that have gripped our families and, and, and we wonder why we can't break loose of it or it continues or it shows up in another generation. Why? Because it's been a stronghold in the family and nobody has repented on behalf of the family so that these things can be broken, you know, off of our lives and we can come into the peace of God. See, and this is, this is all because why we want to hear what we want to hear. We don't want to hear the sound truth of what God is saying or even acknowledge him. See, oh, give thanks because his mercy endures. And so this is the place of the safe house. Why is it safe? Because the word of God is the truth and safety is found in him. True safety is only found in him, but we're going to have to humble ourselves and come to the low place to understand and, and admit and, and swallow that, you know what? I need to hear what God is saying. You know, it has been about me only hearing what I want to hear, but let me hear what God is saying. Even if, if I feel like it is coming at me and, and you know what? That probably is the truth because the Lord, he doesn't miss 
See, he doesn't miss and he doesn't make mistakes. It's just us that we choose to get offended when the word of God comes. But really, he's coming to deliver us because, look, come on, if, if you stick with him, you'll see, wow, it, it gets better. Because after we get over the initial shock of, you know, he has something to say to us that we may not desire to hear. But then we realize what he desires to do for us, because by the time you get to verse eight, it says, nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake. See, he, he desires to save us. He desires that nobody would be lost out here in this world full of confusion. He desires that we would be safe, but safety is found in his word. He said that he might make his mighty power be known. See, we're not going to steal God's glory, even with what, what is going on in the world right now. Come on. There was nothing anybody could do about it. But but now perhaps there seems that, that we're coming um, to a place where we can uh, view and observe what we might call the aftermath, although some things are still happening. But we we're able to view the aftermath. And now somebody wants to take credit uh for, for, for slowing down, you know, what, what the plague was doing to people. But how can we take the credit of God? It says that his power may be known. He says that he rebuked the Red Sea and it was dried up. When we look back in scripture and what he did uh, for those that have gone on before us, the Bible talks that he opened up the Red Sea for a people and, and, and he caused Moses to lead, lead them through. Mm -hmm. He led them through the depths, it says, as, as even through the wilderness, the depths of the sea. How, what kind of God is that that could remove water from from a, a body of water and then people could cross over on dry land? See, but the thing is, somebody doesn't believe that because they only want to hear what they want to hear. But welcome to the safe house, because here is the place. Come on, where safety is found. Why? Because we speak only the things that God speaks and what it is that the Lord is saying to his people. And hopefully, however, you ended up on this station and on this channel or on this link or on this podcast or whatever it is you want to call it. But however you ended up here, welcome to the safe house because the Lord has something to say and do you are you ready do you want to hear what God is saying or, or are you still trying to turn the dial you're still trying to get to what you want to hear even now when so many have have left the earth come on with death is all around come on how bad does it have to get before we surrender and want to hear what the almighty God is saying come on and then somebody says well who, who are you are you God are you are you saying that you only know no but what god does he has his voice in the earth come on and he'll use whom he chooses. come on but come on we our prayer is that you will have an ear to hear and realize that nothing just happened because where you land at an appointed time in your life come on the lord is so merciful that he would say come on i'll speak to you even here come on i want to find you where you are because i'm wondering are you ready to hear me yet oh glory be to god come on i want to read i want to read something to you um and, and it says here that he saved them see the lord he wants to save us he, does, he doesn't want us to be found uh in a in a lost state 
all distraught and distressed, glory be to God. He he doesn't want anybody to die early, glory be to God, but we've got to be found in the safe place. We've got to get to the place of surrender. Now, I'm going to read you, come on, somebody would consider it a story, but it's the scripture, and it is the truth. And this place I'm going to now is in Matthew, the gospel according to St. Matthew in the seventh chapter, verses 24 through 27. Now, here it is. This is Jesus speaking, and he's telling us something. Now, check this out. It says, so everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them by obeying them will be like a sensible, wise man who built his house upon the rock. See, the Lord is is talking to you now. He's giving the message. Come on. He's, he's, he sent you to a safe place to hear something, if only for a moment or a few minutes. But then you're left. You're going to be left with the decision. You're going to be left with the decision of whether or not you want to return or keep your ears set to his dial or whether you want to turn the station and go back to whatever it is that you like to listen to and try to forget all that he said to you. But nevertheless, he sends out the word and he's giving a warning through way by way of a parable. See, and it may sound like a story, but yet if you process it, you'll realize it is the truth. It says here that you will be considered a wise man who built his house upon a rock. If you listen, it says, and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house. See, he's likening us to a house, people of God. He's likening it to say, if, if, if you believe you're going to be like the person that built the house upon a rock because the, the rain fell and the rain is yet always at some point in life going to fall and the floods came. Come on, I just read to you in Psalm 106 that he moved back the Red Sea. It said he dried it up so his people could cross over. And if you ever go and read that portion of scripture, you'll find that it tells you that after his people crossed, the water filled back up. And the very place where somebody crossed over safely, another somebody who was an enemy drowned in the same place. So come on, something is happening even now in the earth. But there is a set people that is choosing to yield and surrender come on to what the Lord wants to do in their life. And it will save your life. See, the Lord wants to save your life today. And perhaps this word is so relevant right now because there is something happening where many are losing life. Come on. But it's a good place and a good time to make a decision because it says the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house. See, uh, life is going to happen and it is going to be against your house, but it said it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Come on, people of God. First Corinthians 311 tells us that for no other foundation can be laid than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. He is the foundation that we're speaking of right now in which this house was beat upon by the winds and the floods and the cares of life, but it did not fall. Why? Because that house listened to the teaching. It listened, come on, come on, was it a it or was it a him or was it a us or a we? Come on, are we really talking about a physical house? Come on, keep reading. It says, and everyone who hears these words of mine 
and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody think I'm reading like like a story, a childhood story, like the three little pigs. Come on, he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. But I'm reading the scripture today, people of God. And like unlike a childhood story that is just a, a, a fable or, you know, perhaps you can, you know, read it to them and it's entertaining and, you know, but it's not real. But the scripture is real. And if the Lord likens it unto something, we can rest assured that it is is going to happen it's going to show up but he calls us foolish if we do not listen as he teaches us if we do not uh grab hold of being tuned into his dial to hear what he has to say and only gravitate to what we want to hear he says we're like the man that builds his house upon the sand and the rain fell and the floods came Mm -hmm. And the winds blew. That's the same thing that happened to the other house. But it said, and beat against it. Uh huh. And what happened? And it fell. And great and complete was the fall of it. See, the Lord does not desire for you to be wiped out. It makes me think about the houses that are built right next to the beach. And when a storm comes, see, it seems so lovely when, you know, oh, you get to hear the, the waters on the shore and it's just a wonderful place to live. But when the storm come, oh, glory be to God, when the storm come, if your house is built upon the saying when the storm come and the flood rises and the wind blow and the rain pours down that house great is the is going down with the sand and the Lord is encouraging you today he's encouraging us today to build to build upon the rock which is the sure foundation oh glory be to God because so it is that, that he desires for you to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. See, oh my goodness, that's, see, we didn't get there yet, but yet he's already there. He's already there because the thing is, somebody wants to hear temporarily what the Lord is saying, but not really want to hear it, but want to hear it. Not want to hear it, but want to hear it. What is that? That's fear. See, the spirit of fear might make somebody take a moment and listen, but you're not really listening unto the place of changing or applying it. You just kind of want to hear because you see so much happening and you, you're fearful. You're fearful. Well, I, I don't want to die. But do you want to live? Because to live, he says, is to declare the works of the Lord. Somebody wants to live, but just to get back to being themselves, to live and to live to do whatever they were doing before. But see, that's not really living. Come on. you. Somebody is still in the body. They're still breathing. But that that's just not that alone is living. Living is living in what you were born to do. Living is living in uh, the destiny that has been written for you in all of heaven. Come on. He knew you before you ever had a body, before you ever took a breath, before he ever prepared you to go into your mother's womb. This is the Lord thy God that we are talking about. Come on. And he has something to say. Oh, my goodness. He he has something to say because he wants you to be in the safe house. Mm -hmm. 
He wants you to be in the safe house. As we look at Psalm 91, Psalm 91, and I'm going to verse 9, 10, and 11 today. Welcome to the safe house. It says this, because thou has made the Lord, which is my refuge. Come on, what is a refuge, people of God? Let's, let's, let's think. Let's, let's get into some vocabulary, some definition that you are familiar with. A refuge. Come on. It's a safe place. It's a safe house. It's somewhere to dwell, to live. Come on. So think of that. And now it, and apply it because it says, because I have made, because you have made the Lord, which is my, come on, safe house. Even the most high, my habitation, he's where I live. He's where I dwell. The Lord can be a house. Yes. Come on. Is the word of God is a house? Yes. It's a place where you can live. Oh, yes. If you choose to. But verse 10 says, there shall no evil befall thee. See, somebody does not want the evil to come. They don't want to be overwhelmed with evil. But you cannot negate the, the, the word that comes before that. Mm-hmm. You cannot negate that because if you're not in the safe house, then then you are opening yourself to all manner of evil. Mm-hmm. See, people of God, this is the house that you can't see. Somebody's looking for an address. Where are you? Where where can I come to where you are to be in the safe house? I'm directing you right now. I'm already showing you the way. Jesus said, come on, I am the way. The truth and the life. He said, when they asked him where the kingdom was, he said, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. It has come near to you right now, even in your mouth. Come on, I showed you in the beginning. What did I say? Some said, the psalm said, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. We needed to give thanks. Oh, glory be to God. Why? Because the Lord is good. See? I'm showing you the way. The way is thankfulness. How do you get into the safe place with him? The way is, Father, forgive me. I I have been living out all all that I've seen and known, but I I do want to hear from you now. I have only tuned my ears to what I desire, but now I do desire to hear from you. I I want to know the way because uh, you are good, but not just good as in uh, temporary things or something that happened that's tangible but you're good in such a miraculous way so much bigger than I could understand the very breath in my body you are good because you're the one who gave it Mm -hmm. how much does it cost how much does breath cost does anybody know that no not not a breath mint but your breath how you can you go to the store can you find that can you find that at the store? Can you find that at, at, at Walgreens? Can you find that at the market? Can you find that? Does anybody know how much that costs? Mm-hmm. Because it's priceless. Mm-hmm. Oh, glory be to God. It's priceless. And so it says, There shall no evil before thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. This is the plague. That has come and hit the earth, people of God. Every nation. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. But it says here in the scripture. From the God who is everlasting to everlasting. Eternal. It was already written. It shall not come near you. Someone might be thinking, how can it not come near me? When it's all around me. Come on. But if you continue. 
to move into the safe place, if you continue to be in the safe house, things may be happening all around you. But you will begin to realize by his stripes you were healed and by the blood of Jesus you are covered. Not just in scary people of God. Come on, but in reality. In the safe house, the word of God becomes your reality. It says, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. That's good news today. He's given his angels charge to keep thee in all thy ways. What What are the angels really keeping? Come on, I know many people um, call on different angels. Some call them by name. But the truth is, the angels move at the word of God. So if you're found in the safe house, welcome. The angels move at the word of God. Come on, it's his name who's on them, not ours. We're not in charge of sending them out. Our job is to come humbly to the Father, and he released the angels to watch over thee. Oh, glory be to God. So the question today is, are you ready to build? The Lord is interested. Come on, Abba Father, he's the great contractor. Somebody wants their physical house to be worked on. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, the house he's talking about is you. Relationship is what he wants to build. Welcome to the safe house. Rock bottom foundation, rebuilding people from the foundation up. The Lord wants to rebuild with you today. Whatever you have lost, whatever you have need of, wherever you've been lacking in relationship with him. He wants you to know he's still your heavenly father. He still loves you no matter how far you've gone. No matter what you've done, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. He's interested in you. It's time to dig out of the rubbish and to start again. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the board game, and I'm going to be done today with this. Monopoly. We used to play the board game Monopoly. And it was one thing nobody liked is when they had to go back to start because they felt like the game was over. But many times the game wasn't over. You just had to go back to start because something happened that sent you back to the beginning. And the Lord is saying it's time to come to the sure foundation. It's time to come back to him. Oh, thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. I'm grateful that you listened today and I'm grateful that you took time to hear what God is saying. And I pray that you will not disconnect from the station. Come on, from from the channel, from the connection that he has made available to you. God bless you, people of God. The Lord loves you. And don't be afraid to start again. He wants to build with you. Answer the question in truth today. Are you ready to build? In Jesus' name, amen.